This is the Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Now, with today's Caribbean News headlines, here's Keisha Wallace. This podcast is brought to you by Let'sTalkIdeas.org, your budget-friendly custom design firm, and Diamond Key Marina, British Virgin Islands. Welcome to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Here's a look at some of our Caribbean headlines for today. British Virgin Islands Finance Minister seeks to cut BVI's over-reliance on financial services. Leeward Islands Airlines Pilot Association slams St. Vincent's Prime Minister over a Liet statement. University of the Virgin Islands cut ribbon on Medical Simulation Center on St. Croix. Work in progress on Jamaica's first underwater sculpture park. Republic of Brazil offers scholarships for undergraduate from Antigua and Barbuda and Aora University launch in Anguilla. These and other stories on today's Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Thursday, June 30th. We start our report today with a look at the weather forecast. The U.S. National Hurricane Center is issuing advisory on potential tropical cyclone 2 is currently in the South Central Caribbean Sea. The system is forecast to approach Central America from the Southern Caribbean Sea as a tropical cyclone by the end of this week, moving across Nicaragua Friday night into early Saturday and into the Eastern Pacific Ocean this weekend with potential impacts to the Pacific offshore waters zones of Nicaragua to El Salvador and Guatemala and then to the offshore waters of Mexico offshore Sunday into Monday. Also, a tropical wave is located several hundred miles east of the Windward Islands and is producing disorganized showers and thunderstorms. Any development of the system should be slow to occur while the wave moves west-northwestward during the next day or two. The wave is forecast to move over the Windward Islands on Friday and then over the Eastern Caribbean Sea by the weekend, where further development is unlikely due to unfavorable environmental conditions. Formation chances for 48 hours through to five days is low at 10%. BVINews.com reports that the British Virgin Islands Premier and Minister of Finance, Dr. Natalia Whitley, has indicated that the BVI's over-reliance on its financial services industry, one of its two main economic pillars, should not be allowed to continue. The Premier was, at the time, addressing some of the challenges faced by the British Virgin Islands as it navigates the implementation of the Commission of Inquiry recommendations through its proposal to the United Kingdom. In terms of government revenue, the finance minister said he does not expect that moving forward financial services will be able to play the role it has in the past. On a recent BVI radio show, the Premier Whitley said, we face challenges to our financial services industry, which is of course something that has been very well regulated and we've had some very strong leadership in financial services for many years. He noted that the territory's tourism industry, the second of its two 
economic pillars is something that would have to be strengthened along with other efforts aimed at diversifying the BVI's economy. Our financial services sector will continue to be well regulated and we will continue to do what we have to do to meet our obligations. But of course, the over-reliance on financial services from a government revenue side is something that we can no longer afford to do. It presents too much risk, Dr. Whitley stated. He expressed that the government plan is centered on reprioritizing. The Virgin Islands Consortium reports that leaders from the University of the Virgin Islands, the U.S. government, the Virgin Islands legislature, and U.S. Virgin Islands Governor Albert Bryan on Wednesday participated in a ribbon-cutting ceremony for the University of the Virgin Islands Medical Simulation Center located on the St. Croix campus of the University of the Virgin Islands that officials say will provide comprehensive cutting-edge training for existing physicians, nurses, and other medical professionals in the territory and beyond. The Simulation Center, along with the Medical Research and Training Center on the Orville E. Ken campus on St. Thomas, will complete the University of the Virgin Islands Medical School once UVI can meet accreditation requirements for the latter facility. The Simulation Center will be able to stand on its own and provide a number of services. The only difference is we won't be able to train students there because the students will not have been admitted into the medical school and that's the difference, said Dr. David Hall, president of the University of the Virgin Islands. Dennis Alvord, the deputy assistant secretary at the U.S. Department of Commerce, which supported the simulation center with $14.1 million, said the simulation center will attract global healthcare organizations, high-tech and biomedical firms to the territory as a place to provide training and conduct research. Critically, the center will help create and retain over 500 jobs, he said. Jamaica Information Service reports that the Montego Bay Marine Park Trust in St. James plans to establish Jamaica's first underwater sculpture park. This is aimed at further promoting awareness about the marine and coastal environment. Addressing a Jamaica Information Service think tank at the agency's regional office in Montego Bay, Executive Director of the Marine Park, Hugh Shim, said that the project is being jointly developed with Shmila Zones Waste Management Limited. He indicated that the underwater attraction will entail a village depicting Jamaican-type mermaid sculptures made of glass. A 500-pound mermaid figure has already been crafted and will be the first sculpture installed. Mr. Shim pointed out that the park will serve to create a habitat for marine life as well as act as a new tourism attraction for the city. The sculpture park has two real purposes. One, these sculptures become coral reefs eventually or they become habitats for marine life. The other is the part of tourism. The Montego Bay Marine Park encompasses nearly 16 square kilometers of mixed-use marine protected areas beginning at the high tide mark on the land and extending to 100 meter depth at sea. The eastern boundary is a tropical beach adjacent to the Shankster International Airport and the western boundary is the Rumbottle Bay, a point close to the Great River.
The Leeward Island Airline Pilot Association says it is disappointed and saddened by the unfortunate comments made by St. Vincent and the Grenadines Prime Minister Ralph Gonzales. Gonzales said on radio last week that he has a plan on how to save the cash-strapped Liat, but he was placing the issue facing the airlines on the back of its former workers. In fact, Gonzales said they needed to be blamed in part for the demise of the regional carrier. According to the association, every step of the way, the workers have remained loyal whilst making many sacrifices through delayed salaries being owed monies, no pay increases, and the disregard of workers' rights through the years. Former workers are owed millions in severance and other payments. Write-Ups 24 reports that the administration of the Republic of Brazil is offering scholarships to students from Antigua and Barbuda who wish to pursue their undergraduate degrees in Brazil for the year 2023. The scholarship program gives a chance for the applicants to pursue their studies in a wide range of courses offered by designated tertiary educational institutes through Brazil. All courses offered are free of cost, but students would have to manage their own living expenses during their stay in Brazil. The applications for the scholarship program are open. However, its last date is August 5, 2022. Students must be at least 18 years of age and must not preferably be older than 23 years of age. The Anguillian newspaper reports that Mr. Richard Schultz, owner of the Aurora Anguilla Resort and Golf Club, in a statement underpinning the launch of the Aurora University on Anguilla, said education is not an expense, it is an investment. The Aurora University's dean, Mr. Christopher Richardson, played a significant role in developing the framework for the corporate university in Anguilla to ensure the delivery of a product that mirrors the resort's standards, namely, we are Anguilla, we are hosts, we genuinely care, and we strive for excellence, Mr. Richardson noted. Mr. Richardson explained the purpose of the university. He said, inherent in Anguilla, Aurora's university is a holistic approach to ensure the training of our colleagues. More job descriptions have alignment with standard operating procedures and foster the achievement of successful succession planning outcomes. Our colleagues will receive competency training and certification in their roles and the opportunity for job enrichment and enhancement through our professional and leadership development offerings. Mr. Richardson said the university's vision is to foster an environment of education and elevate the skill sets of Anguillians and empower them to continue to learn and grow while passionately and consistently delivering meaningful and elevated guest experiences. And finally, Barbados Today reports that the Barbados Soccer Academy under-18 team arrived in Canada yesterday to play in the Robbie International Tournament in Toronto. Director Jabez Jack Bavel said the objective of the tour will be to secure 
academic and soccer scholarships and professional contracts as well as opportunities to work and study in Canada. He also noted that Barbados Soccer Academy will seek to develop cultural relationships with various organizations in Canada. Bavel announced that in 2023, Barbados Soccer Academy will invite teams from Canada, the United States of America and Europe to compete in the Barbados Soccer Academy International Showcase scheduled for July in August. In addition, he noted that the Barbados Soccer Academy will engage in various organizations and universities to secure scholarships. He explained that over the last 10 years, Barbados Soccer Academy has acquired 44 scholarships and the strategic goal is to secure 20 scholarships per year. Have news and information you'd like to share with us? Email news releases to news at pulseofthecaribbean.com. And to share information on upcoming events, email events at pulseofthecaribbean.com. This has been your Pulse of the Caribbean Caribbean News Roundup for Thursday, June 30th. I'm Keisha Wallace. For more Caribbean news stories and information, visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com. If you found value in this podcast, be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And thank you in advance for choosing Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup as your source for Caribbean-centered news.